Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 27th of July and as usual with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. If you need to, if you're watching you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to our website and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, another positive night in the US markets. Uh, we saw the Dow Jones up 83 points, or 0.24%, to 35,144. Uh, we're seeing, once again, uh, good earnings uh, helping the market push higher, and also no real drag from the COVID cases heading higher. We have NASDAQ up four points, 14841, up 0.03%, so very much lagging there. But the S&P 500, not middle for diddle, but up the same as the Dow, up 11 points to 4422, up 0.24%, giving our SPY futures a 0.26% rise, 19 points to 7328. Of course, yesterday we flatlined very much in a quiet session. Lots happening this week, not least of which was the Tesla results, which came in after hours. The stock was up around 2.2% during the normal trading. And after hours, the numbers came in and we saw a rise of 1.4% in Tesla. And we saw uh, delivered more than $1 billion in net income during quarter two. So that's the first time that Tesla has produced a billion dollars in income in a quarter. So obviously quite a positive result for Tesla. And lots of US companies at the moment beating analyst forecasts, which does beg one question, are the analysts all hopeless and not getting anywhere near what is really happening on the ground? As far as commodities go, last night we had Brent crude up half a percent, 40 cents to 74.50. WTI up to, well, it fell 16 cents, 71.91, down 0.22 percent. A little bit different to the Brent price. Usually they do tend to move somewhat in tandem. We had in other commodities, copper having a really good night, up 3%. Nickel up 1.7%. Aluminium up 0.24%. Zinc up 1.2%. Lead down slightly 0.13 and tin up 1.25%. And interestingly, last night, we also saw the VIX index, that volatility index, which is a derivation of options pricing on the CBOE. That was up 2.2% to 17.58. Nothing really happening in the gold price at the moment, down $2.60, just shy of 1800 And the iron ore price hanging in above $200, $202.95, up half a percent or a dollar and five Aussie dollar moving slightly higher 73.82 so it was around 73.50 last night when we went to bed and uh, this morning 73.82 so not a bad move in the Aussie Uh, one of the big movers overnight was Bitcoin which has had a massive run looks like a big short squeeze on Sunday night course bitcoin trades 24 7 and we did see a bit of a short squeeze in bitcoin uh, now above forty thousand dollars some analysts and technical analysis guys talking it above fifty thousand again so bitcoin on a bit of a charge and rumors also that amazon was looking at uh, accepting bitcoin as payment and they had advertised a job 
for a head of crypto, apparently, which uh, sparked some of those rumors that Amazon is going to come up with its own cryptocurrency. I thought they already had. I thought they were Amazon coins. They keep popping up on my prime function on my iPad. As far as the S&P goes, here's the chart closing at its high. So it bodes well for our market. Of course, all eyes will once again be on the New South Wales cases, but the market does seem to be ignoring those. We did see a pretty quiet day yesterday. More eyes were on uh, Ariana Titmus than on the market at times, but certainly uh, the the vibe and the bias is certainly to the upside still um, with that grind higher at the moment. And of course, we are at record highs, so uh, the market's still holding in and commodity stocks expected to do quite well today on the back of those commodity price rises. As far as major stories coming from overseas, uh, we've seen uh, stocks at records. Fed in focus, of course, this week and earnings. Chinese stocks very much in the spotlight in the US, they suffered their biggest two-day wipeout since 2008. And Kathy Wood keeps dumping her Chinese stocks as Beijing cracks down. I'm surprised she has any Beijing stocks left. Uh, certainly not a good place to be at the moment. Asian stocks generally, Chinese tech stocks and edtech stocks. This is education technology stocks walloped yesterday. And the Chinese and the Hong Kong market at their lowest levels this year as regulatory authorities really cracking down hard, especially on edtech is the latest sector in focus. These are the guys that educate the Chinese kids and put undue pressure, so the authorities say, on them. And now not allowed to make a profit, not allowed to raise money, not allowed to list. So there you go. Not such a great environment for Chinese tech stocks at the moment, and certainly those uh, markets really suffering. Uh, Biden heralds end to Iraq combat, even as U.S. troops remain. Moderna expands child vaccine trials to get more safety data. And dozens of medical groups push vaccine mandate for health workers. Singapore eyes starting quarantine-free travel in September, and the U.S. and China met yesterday uh, with the Deputy Secretary of State uh, talking to uh, the Chinese Deputy Foreign Minister. I think she was hoping to talk to the Foreign Minister. Um, Certainly not a particularly warm and cordial meeting there. Uh, Once again, following on from that really um, nasty and aggressive meeting we saw earlier this year. What's on today in our market? Chinese June industrial profits out. Strike may have designs on Warrego after taking an 8.16% stake. They have uh, a joint venture in the West Aru Irregular Partnership, and that is an oil discovery. Bitcoin up to $40,000. Shorts cover. Amazon accepting payments potentially. We saw Tesla up 2.2%. During hours, 1.4% after hours. Amazon up 1.2%, Apple up 0.3%. The uh, New York Stock Exchange FANG index, though, fell uh, 1.2%. BHP and Rio both doing very well overnight. BHP up 3.4% and Rio up 4%. I think Rio is the first cab off the rank in terms of profit numbers coming out this week. And there are certainly some talk in the market that it's going to be a pretty massive dividend payment may make up for blowing up heritage sites. 10-year yield in the US, 1.29% continues to hit lows. Australia, 1.17% lows there. And Germany still minus 0.42%. So although the 
equity market is showing signs that the uh, global economy is doing well. Certainly the yields, the 10-year yield, showing that there are some issues around. The pan-European stock 600 index fell 0.1% and snapped a four-session rally. And LME prices for nickel at 19500 a tonne is up more than 20% since April Hence the rise in our nickel stocks. Western areas yesterday had an interesting move down. Uh, that may not uh, last very long. Uh, Chinese and Hong Kong stocks fell to their lowest level this year. Uh, the CSI 300 index fell 3.2% yesterday. And steel producers in some areas have been, in China have been told to limit their output to 2020 volumes amid Chinese intensifies efforts to curb carbon emissions. Mesoblast under fire over questions about its 2011 share deal to buy Angioblast. That's uh, another interesting one for Mesoblast. Now, accumulated losses for this company approaching 850 million US dollars, according to the AFR. And the ACCC is looking at Endeavor Group as it creeps forward with acquisitions, recently announcing that it was going to be buying the Terry Hills Tavern. Uh, hotel that I'm quite familiar with. And Best and Less made its debut yesterday, strong debut, uh, listed at $2.16. One of the great attractions for Best and Less is that Brett Blundy is involved in that one. And if you're wondering why your coffee prices are starting to head higher, coffee has hit a seven-year high. It was up 30% in the last week. So if we're looking for inflation, look no further than your cup of joe in the morning. And Independence Group has announced the acquisition of the Silver Knights deposit from the Creasy Group. Question of the day today. Made a few changes yesterday to the end of day report yesterday. Any thoughts, better or worse? Or did you like it like it was? Or did you like the bullet points uh, constantly rather than the top paragraph of prose? So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Always happy to get feedback. Trying to improve things one member wanted to see uh, bullet points. He was pretty happy, but uh, wondering if everybody else is happy or like it to go back to how it was. I don't care either way. I'm ambivalent, just doing uh, what you guys are asking for. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights there. Um, it's a great discussion group, I have to say. Three and a half thousand members over there. I know some people hate Facebook, but it is also a pretty valuable resource, especially one that is so uh, well uh, disciplined and polite to each other. Members helping members is the motto there. We've got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5 p.m. Looking forward to that. Got nothing else to do in lockdown here in Sydney and uh, waiting for the numbers from Gladys today, but expecting them not to be particularly good again. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.